Good evening, everybody. Brian Newbert here from GoldenBlack.com. Live in his car once again, leaving Mack Arena, uh, this time following third-ranked Purdue's 96-68 win over Rutgers. Uh, this is your GoldenBlack.com Drive Home Postgame Podcast, brought to you by our friends at East End Grill and Ripple and & Company. East End, I will see you tomorrow night. Um, Purdue Federal Credit Union, uh, TNW Design and Build, AcrePro.com, and the Whitaker Inn, which I will be driving past very shortly um, so look, if you lit yourself on fire after the Ohio State game, you can feel free now to throw baking soda all over yourself um, because Purdue's fine, and I don't think that was ever not the case. I think, you know, teams lose games. It is the reason that there has not been an undefeated team in college basketball in, like, two generations. Everyone loses. It doesn't mean anybody's a different team than they were the day before. It doesn't mean this guy should play more than that guy. It doesn't mean the coach should tear everything down and change his starting lineup and do this or that, or this guy shouldn't play as much, or that guy should play more. Teams lose games. And this Rutgers game was a reminder after the Ohio State game that, hey, Purdue is just fine. They are one of the best teams in college basketball. Um, And that has not changed, uh, even though Purdue lost a quad one road game in the Big Ten. Um, Purdue was never unbeatable. There had been warning signs. When Purdue turns the ball over, Purdue is vulnerable. And Purdue turned the ball over too much at Ohio State. That is the only story. Um, But this game was just a complete annihilation. This was the best of Zach Eady. This was the best of Braden Smith. This was the best of Purdue's three-point shooting. This was the best of Purdue's overall offensive weaponry. Uh, This was certainly the best of Camden Heidi. Uh, this was just kind of the best of Purdue. I mean, they scored 96 points against a team that normally keeps people in the 60s, if not the 50s, and wins that way. And this was the number two team nationally uh, in defensive efficiency, according to our good friend at Ken Palm. His name would be Ken Palm. Um, this was the number one defense in the Big Ten. Uh, this was a team Purdue scored 68 points against at Rutgers, uh, and they scored 96 this time around. This was not Purdue just playing a pickup game uh, against somebody who didn't have a chance. This is a solid team, a team that wasn't far removed from a four-game winning streak, including two road wins, uh, I think at Michigan and Wisconsin maybe. Uh, So this was just a real flexing of Purdue's muscles here in terms of of, – all their assets clicking at once, um, all their strengths clicking at once, and them being pretty good defensively, but also uh, another stark reminder that with Purdue, it really is that simple. When Purdue has lost this season, they'd lost three games prior to tonight, the opponent has averaged 20 points off turnovers. And that says nothing of the possessions that Purdue lost, and by extension, the points that Purdue lost. Uh, It really is that simple, everyone. And when you saw this game early on, Purdue was turning the ball over. Rutgers got like 7 out of 10 points of theirs off of turnovers and in transition. As soon as Purdue cleaned that up, the game was over. The game was over. Uh, Rutgers got some offensive rebounds early. It's a little bit deceptive because like three of them came on the same sequence. Um... But as soon as Purdue stopped turning the ball over, the game was over. And I think that is as much 
a reminder of what this Purdue team is as the results of the three losses, is that when Purdue doesn't turn the ball over and doesn't give the opponent high-percentage scoring opportunities off those turnovers, where else do you beat Purdue? We don't know because it hasn't happened. It really is that simple. It is about turnovers. It is about points off turnovers. And um, I think that has been abundantly clear. And it was, if you were paying attention tonight, it was made even more clear tonight in victory than it probably was three times in defeat. It really is that simple. I'm going to keep saying that over and over again. Um, but that's the deal. Uh, outside of that, I mean, I, I think Purdue just kind of showed they got a lot of guys on this team who can kind of do it on, on any given night. You got another big-time game from Lance Jones uh, tonight after he'd been a little bit quiet here the last couple games. Uh, Zach Eady did what Zach Eady does. Braden Smith dominated this first half as a scorer in a way that won't be reflected in the box score because the second half was irrelevant. Uh, I think that Camden Heidi just sucker-punched Rutgers, and it speaks volumes about him as a player that he came in off the bench. He'd taken hadn't taken more than two shots in a game since the end of January, I think, and um, was ready to shoot. And when he started making these shots one after the other, it didn't cloud his judgment. He didn't do anything crazy. He didn't do anything that he shouldn't be doing. And that's hard for young players. It just is. I've seen it a thousand times where a guy makes a couple shots in a row and the next one's going up no matter what. And Cam Heidi easily could have fallen in that trap, and he didn't. And I think that 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 speaks to his whole season, too. He's just a guy who hasn't done things that Purdue doesn't need him to do. He's done a lot of things to help Purdue win games in a limited role, but he hasn't done anything that he shouldn't be doing. Um, That is a real reflection of a kid who's got real substance to him, who's got real um, potential to be a really, really important player in the future of this program which isn't to say he's not really important in the present of this program but I think he's shown you a lot of winning qualities that make him a guy who's going to win a lot of games at Purdue uh, in his Purdue career Um, you know Trey Kaufman-Wren could easily be a guy who gets you 17 points in a game Mason Gillis makes three threes tonight don't even talk about it because it barely mattered uh, in the grand scheme of things, overshadowed by Zach Eady going 7 of 8 from the floor, 11 of 11 from the line. Quietly has made 19 straight free throws. Uh, I'm sure he would be knocking on wood right now if you heard me say that, and there was wood available. Um, but, you know, Purdue's been shooting the hell out of the ball from the foul line. They had a great three-point shooting game tonight, which was refreshing to see because they'd not been they not had one of those outbursts in a while where they just bury you in threes. And um, it was probably good to see Purdue clicking on all cylinders again, uh, both on the interior and on the perimeter. And um, really, really flex their muscles against what is a good Rutgers team. I mean, I don't know if they're going to make the NCAA tournament. Uh, they're, they're probably not going to make the NCAA tournament. But again, number two nationally in defensive efficiency before tonight, number one in the Big Ten in defensive efficiency, a program known for defense, a program known for rebounding, a program known for toughness, and Purdue just roared right through them. This was the most points Rutgers has ever given up under Steve Peichel, which is a real mouthful. Think of how, 
some of the teams that he's had over the years that Purdue couldn't beat on their home floor. Think about what a mouthful that is. That you scored 96 points on these guys. Um, just an unbelievable performance by Purdue. Just a great performance by Purdue. And a reminder that Purdue is really good. And sometimes teams just lose games. It's not the end of the world. So that's what I got. I'm approaching the Whitaker in here. So I am going to cut this off. That means I'm just about home. Um, so thank you everyone for listening uh, to our goldenblack.com drive home post game podcast following Purdue's 96 to 68 win over Rutgers. Thank you once again to the East End Grill uh, and Rippling Company, the Purdue Federal Credit Union, uh, TNW Design and Build, AcrePro.com, and the Whitaker Inn, which is approaching on the left as we speak. Hopefully, all their deer are on their property and stay there for approximately the next 45 seconds. So thank you, everybody. I'll talk to you again this weekend from Ann Arbor, Michigan, when Purdue plays Wobegon, Michigan. So thank you, everybody.